Zero. Show hour three on this Thursday, April 28th. We're live at Brown O'Haver today. Toby and TJ with you. Tyler McComas is alongside. John Whitson hanging out with us today as well. We'll be in Tulsa tonight. Sooner Caravan, first of seven stops coming up tonight at Historic Canes Ballroom in Tulsa. I did not know Tyler's going to be up there doing his show from there. Mm-hmm. Two to six, Tyler, today. Awesome. Have you been to Canes Ballroom before? Neither have I. I'm very excited. TJ, I think, is a frequent visitor up there, right? TJ, you've been up there before. Um, a few times, yes. No, I wouldn't say frequent, yeah. but a few times, yes. Hey, I forgot to tell you, uh, we never got to the text yesterday, but I want to say it was the OU Club of Tulsa. If I'm giving the wrong person credit, they can text back this morning. But someone's bringing you pie tonight. And I think it was the OU Sweet. Club of Tulsa said they were going to make sure you had pie. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that's great. Sold out. Packed house tonight in Tulsa. Uh, Porter Moser, Jenny Baranchek, Joe Castiglione, and Brent Venables will all be in the house tonight. We also have the NFL draft starting tonight. Uh, but right now, it is time for... I don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday? I don't know. Every day feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth. It all feels the same. It all feels the same. I don't know what to do. So I'll just eat some snacks, get real fat, and stay in my room. It is time for On This Date, OTD for April the 28th. And uh, TJ John is uh, connected and ready to help. I don't want to add any pressure to this segment, but there is a very prominent member of the Oklahoma soccer community out there listening for the first time ever. Normally he listens to a serious uh, program on the, on the XMs that had um, a, that has a former Sooner hosting it in the mornings. No, oh, geez. What a terrible decision yeah. that is. Dusty well, and Danny in the morning. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. I mean, it's on serious. Nobody really listens to it, but apparently this guy listens Colin to Cowherd it. does. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Colin, yeah. Cow- yeah, Colin Cowherd loves it. But anyway, so I'm very excited. So someone who normally listens to Dusty and Danny is, is listening it, to us they're today. They're listening to us today, and I'm excited because they're going to probably be listening to this OTD segment, and this is our chance to wow them. This is our chance to say why uh, the ref is better than anything going on right, national well, television. A lot of pressure. Is that big time <laughs> or what? I'll have to do much better than I did yesterday at listening to the actual <laughs> question. So That's right. Jumped the gun yesterday. <laughs> TJ comes in with a, a still impressive 36-4 and four record on the year. TJ, I have three regulations and one bonus for you on OTD Much today. busier day today than yesterday. 
the date is April the 28th. April the 28th today. So here he goes. Everyone ready? Now, TJ, how this will work is I'll ask you the question. If you decide you'd like some help from John, you feel free to bring in John. We'll allow him to help you today here at Brown. Okay. 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 All right. Here we go. Uh, Question number one pertains to, well, I think this is right up your alley, TJ. We're talking Dallas Mavericks. On this date, (laughs) April 28th, what year? Did Reunion Arena open in Dallas? Ooh. Um, Reunion Arena. I want to say. John has already written down his guess and shown it to Tyler McComas. But it is a guess. It is a guess. I have not seen the paper. I have no idea if he's right or wrong. 79, 80, something like that. Early 80s. Um. I'm going to go 1979. Would you like to ask for any – would you like to John ask wrote for down an help? answer very quickly. So what, what, was, what was your thinking there, John? 1980. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. It was 80. Yep. For some reason, I'm thinking maybe some things started like in 80, your, but it opened in 79. But we can go 80. I like your, I like your 79, though, because I think that airs to maybe it just being a little older. Right. Because we know it was there in the 80s. Oh, definitely. We know it was there in mid-80s. There. Well, um, let me ask you this. What was it, Brad – Brad Davis, mm-hmm. former that played Maverick. on every every game in Reunion Arena, I believe. Oh, I don't know. That's amazing. It's not true. I'm just saying he played there forever. And I was going to say I don't think that's true. I think he came a, a few years later. But we're talking Uve Blob, Rolando Blackman, Rolando Blackman, Blackman Mark yeah. Aguirre, Mark Aguirre, was um, Harper. Was that the other guard? Derek Harper. Derek, Derek Harper. Harper. Mm-hmm. I remember Derek Harper. Let's we'll see how many old Blackman. Mavericks we can name. Well, see, who I was, was uh, who was the uh, I hated the Mavericks? Oh, who was the famous indoor soccer guy, since we've got a soccer guy listening? Played for the sidekicks. I can't remember who that oh, was. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Goodness. Anyway, we'll go 1980 final. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't say final answer. I want to go 79, just in case it opened a year earlier than I'm thinking and kind of everything got going in 80. So I'll say 79 final answer. Holy mackerel! 1980 is the correct answer, gentlemen. You were right yes. on it. John was on the nose. Uh, Way to go, John. On this date, Reunion Arena opened to Dallas. That's going right, to bug we go. me now. Not Pele. Who was that guy? Anyway, go ahead. Took way uh, too long on that answer, by I'm, the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at What was the Dallas sidekicks? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up while you continue here. Okay, player. we're going to stay in the NBA. And uh, on this date, April 28th, what year did the NBA announce its expansion to the Charlotte Hornets and Miami Heat? The Charlotte Hornets tattoo? Yes, tattoo. I knew it was, uh, I knew it was one word and uh, it wasn't Pele, so yes, that is correct. Close. Four letters. Um, the expansion that was late of 90s. the Charlotte Hornets and Miami Heat, what year? I'm thinking was later it, what, 90s. No, 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 no. No? Larry, wasn't Larry? Wasn't Larry Johnson? Larry Johnson their first pick? Grandma. Mom? I am not, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Asking me. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm right, right. I mean, that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, of. Grandma, I'm, Mom, right? later 80s. Sorry, yes. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm later a decade I'm, I'm behind. Thinking, I'm thinking 90 or 91, somewhere in there. I think they were definitely there my senior year already, and that was 91. Because I know 
I had a big run of Charlotte Hornet merchandise. That was Christian Leitner. The early nineties. Now that you're bringing this up, because I loved Larry Johnson. I owned every card he ever had. I owned his shoes. Yeah, I had his shoes. I'm going to say I think it was. Was he on the first team? Uh, he maybe because I think he was unprotected from the he was unprotected in the uh, supplemental draft from the 76ers, right? Yes, um, I think you're looking at ni- 90 or 91. They were definitely there. Uh, 91 is my senior year. They were definitely already there. So I'm going. I, I think 90 is closer to it. So I feel comfortable with that. I think I'll say 1990. Final answer. God, God, he banked it in. He banked it in. Barely. 1987. Oh, wow. Now, this is the announcement of the expansion, so that could have been a year maybe before they started playing. But you're still, you're in your three-year window. It is. I don't feel as comfortable with that then, missing it by three. So Hmm. A little shaky, but a correct answer. You're 2-0 so far. Here we go. Your final regulation today comes from the world of entertainment. It is a movie premiere, TJ. And unfortunately, it is post your blockbuster days. Oh, no. On this date, April 28th. Is it a Disney cartoon? I might be all right. Definitely not a Disney cartoon. What year did the movie Bridesmaids premiere? Bridesmaids? Um... It wasn't that long ago. Is that, is that Kristen Wiig? Yes. Yeah, that's Kristen what I'm saying. Wiig, right? Kristen Wiig and the people that are in it, it couldn't have been that long ago, maybe a decade ago. I was thinking 2010. Uh, it's it somewhere has, uh, in there. Melissa McCarthy yeah. in it. By the way, it's a you, terrible movie. Yeah, it's not great. Huh. Not great. Any movie that ends with a Wilson Phillips song is not worth watching. <laughs> you get to the end and you get Wilson Phillips. Is there, is there a yeah, large yeah. collection of those? Um, what year did Bridesmaids come out? 2010 sounds right. I feel like right. John, John doesn't feel like he can help you on no, this one. I, I, I mean. No, but I think he's right. He threw out 2010, and, and that that range is what I'm thinking. The people that are in it is what, what tells you that it's in that time period. Those people haven't been around for 20 years, so I'll, I'll go 2010 final answer. Fade away, hit it! 2011 was the premiere of Bridesmaids. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a perfect 3-0 romp through regulation today for you two. Congratulations. Thank you, John. John. You're welcome. And now an opportunity for a bonus. Yes, TJ. I would have missed the Hornets because I uh, completely in my head threw out a different day. He had me think it through, so that helped. So he made me. Uh, he needed to be here for the Nolan Ryan question yesterday. So with that, were you thinking of the Grizzlies and the Raptors? No, no, no. It just immediately 98 popped into my head, and then I knew that wasn't correct right when you said that because of what I tied it to of high school and having all that Larry Johnson memorabilia yeah. and stuff. That was much too late, so I just needed to pause for a second. Much like Toby told me to do yesterday, and I wouldn't listen to him, I listened to you, John. Well done. <laughs> um, okay, so here you go. Here's the bonus, and, and, and I don't know if John could help you, but if he can, this is the one you're going to need his help on today. On this date, what year, April 28th, what year did the real mutiny on the bounty take place? John? Fletcher <laughs> Christian led a mutiny 
on the HMS Bounty against Captain Bly in the South Pacific on this date, what year? 1700s, John. Give me a uh, yeah. give me a date. <laughs> late I, late I 1700s, thinking, probably. I I was thinking 1760, 1770. <laughs> um, Somewhere. I mean, I I do not know the answer, but yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is 17? I would probably, pir- Are you a big pirate guy? No, no, I'm anti-pirate. You're an, you're, yeah. you're against pirates. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting statement. <laughs> I didn't even watch the movie with uh, Tom Hanks. Oh, Wasn't that's that a, a different movie? kind of pirate. Yeah, no, yeah. Still pirates. It is, but it's not like on the pirate. This ship. is my You're ship right. now. Modern day pirates. Any kind of pirates. What about the uh, the the, the uh, I don't like the, the pirates Pittsburgh of the pirates? Caribbean. Pirates of the I've Caribbean. Never seen one of them. Although Alice, well, you have a strong anti-pirate stance. Alice Young, the owner of Brown O'Haver, we're public insurance adjusters. We adjust for the insured, not the insurance company. She is seven three five fifty five ten. She is so fired up about the Johnny Depp. Deposition or uh, a trial? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, yeah. I think the whole if world you, is outside of a few of us. Like we haven't even brought you, it up. So, if you've got a claim that you think she's working on this week, no, it, it it's a good thing that Jess, is it on? Is it being broadcast oh, live on TV? Oh, it's on YouTube. Okay, she's watching it from her phone as she's driving on? down the road. Oh, it's in. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's it's a it, yeah. It's what you would imagine if you had a pirate on the sand. All the shenanigans. So you have a strong anti-pirate stance, but you believe you might know. No, about, I don't know. What about um, Captain Morgan? Do you support Captain Morgan at all? Well, the Silver Spice is pretty good. <laughs> um, I've got no clue here either. We'll go uh, 1870. No, 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 1770. I mean, 1770, final answer, yeah. Coach K Ow. takes oh. an L. You know, all in all, pretty good guess. 1789. Oh, only 19 years off. I mean, I don't know real how great that was. on the, the bounty. It's not that bad. Yeah, when you're, I mean, you're going the back Spanish centuries history. here. Yeah, that's pretty. I, I'm, I'm proud of that guess. So, three in regulation. You miss the bonus today. You end the day with a record of uh, 39. I'm good with that. Four. After yesterday's performance, I'm uh, quite happy with today's performance. You missed Thank the you, no- John. Just to remind you. <laughs> You missed a Nolan Ryan question yesterday. I got the Nolan Cres- uh, uh, Ryan question right, but I just had my own question. Uh-huh. I didn't listen to the one you asked. <laughs> the question in your head, <laughs> right. you answered perfectly. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We're live at Brown O'Haver. Back with more right after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. The old guy's back with you, Toby and TJ T-Row in the morning show this hour, brought to you by RK Bullheads. Been in business since 1952. The old heads like to call me Bullfrog. My old uncle, my old grandpas, <laughs> old people. <laughs> <laughs> Technology <laughs> solutions for your business. RKBlack.com, 405-943-9800. And by the way, uh, apologies to that uh, uh, high-ranking uh, soccer, uh, what did he say he was, uh, you know, uh, uh, official. Coach, I think, soccer, yeah, soccer, uh, because soccer obviously person, high-ranking soccer person. Yeah, if he, obviously, if he's listening to that other uh, show, he's used to hearing about actual football talk, probably, yeah. and actual yeah. sports. And instead, we gave him uh, Pirates of the Caribbean exactly and Johnny there. Depp's yeah. uh, trial. And uh, he'll be back like tomorrow. Here. Don't you yeah. worry. Yeah, he'll be back. Uh, Air he won't admit he liked it, but he liked it. <laughs> Air Comfort Solutions text line. <laughs> By the way, 
Uh, the information, I haven't kept up with that trial, but the information that I have heard, um, there was a fight that they got into at some point, and what she did, uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, in this okay. defamation lawsuit over there, uh, uh, Johnny suing her for he's, defamation. Oh, he's suing her. Yes. Um, I don't know anything about what, this. What we have found out that she did in their bed during a fight is, yeah, uh, yeah that's it. You know, uh, you've got to leave the house at that point. You're no longer allowed in my house. So <laughs> I don't know if that was the end, or, but it should have been. So, Hey, can I slide in something here real fast? Yeah. Hey, a home run call from the Kansas game against Air Force yesterday. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this, TJ. Herburn delivers, sidearm delivery, swung on, hit high and deep to right, and this one is going yard. Second. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So I just I was trying to see if we something we could learn. Herburn delivers, sidearm delivery, swung on, hit high and deep to right, and this one is going. Yard. <laughs> I'm going to work that into the repertoire this weekend. Yard. Yard. Yeah, go ahead. Keep um, Air Comfort Solutions text line. I was wondering if perhaps you might need the services of an experienced water boy. Hmm. What sure. is that about? I don't know what that's about. I don't know if that's a, a Adam Sandler reference, if there was something we said. Um, they'll have to they'll have to let us know on that. Okay. Uh, so if you have 11.7 scholarships, do better players get a bigger chunk of the money? For instance, Cade Horton is a better pitcher than TJ's son. Does Cade get a bigger slice? Theoretically, yes. I have no <laughs> idea what. <laughs> and Cade I Horton hope he's getting. a better pitcher than my son at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is part of the puzzle that a head coach has to put together. Is there a a talent out there worth giving an entire scholarship to R- rarely does a baseball player get an entire full scholarship you just can't afford to do it among your team but maybe you'll give guy uh, one guy three fourths and another guy one quarter uh or you know however it's broken down you got to figure out how to divvy up your 11.7 and yes there are on every baseball team some guys who are getting you know, more than others. It's not equally divided. Uh, just got a call off the air from Doc B. Wanted to let you and I both know, just hang in there. We'll be all right. I think he was talking about our baseball teams. Just be, uh, just hang in there, Toby. Oh, talk about the Reds and the uh, Rangers. Reds and the Rangers, yes. He said. I got Herburn delivers, sidearm delivery, swung on, hit high and deep to right, and this one is going yard. <laughs> was he watching on a uh, simulcast or something? Like I don't know. Like he was. I don't know if he just couldn't think of what to say, and he settled on yard. I don't know exactly what happened there. It's fantastic, though. <laughs> <laughs> Herburn delivers, sidearm delivery, swung on, hit high and deep enough. to right, and this one is going yard. Okay, that's it. That's the last time, I promise. That's the last time I play. What else you got, TJ? Jeremiah, quote, that's what old people say, end quote. Well, Toby is hashtag olds. I don't think we're. I don't think we're allowed to use that hashtag. Old that's, head. That's I'm right. an old head. Yeah, we're, we're old head. We'll steal that one. 
I don't think we're allowed to use the other. Hey, uh, by the way, did you see what Marcus Dupree did? Yes, pulling the lady. Uh, yeah, I saw that on the news last night. How about that? How about that, man? Lady, that was awesome. Lady flips her car, and he mm-hmm. pulls her from the car before it, uh, in case it uh, explodes or starts burning. I don't think it ever did, but he's the he's one that a pulled real her. Life and saved hero, her. Yeah, man. he saved her and pulled her from the car. Awesome. Okay, he watched the wreck. He saw her flip. Uh, I like flipped three times mm-hmm. and uh, pulled her from the wreckage. Very cool. And then he took a picture with the <laughs> first responders. Yeah, the first responders, <laughs> and he put the horns down in the photo. <laughs> as as did some of the first responders, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Never not appropriate to share some Texas hate, TJ, regardless of the situation. So, atta boy, way to go. Real-life hero Marcus Dupree. Right place, right time. And he said he kind of saw it coming. He said, you know, he saw her driving at a high rate of speed from behind him. She went around him, and she clipped a semi or something, right? I think that's what she did. He said he kind of watched it playing out, that he knew something bad was about to happen. And right place, right time, he ran over and pulled her out of the car after it flipped three times. So, good job. Great job. Uh, outstanding interview. Thank you, guys, and thank you to the Bullfrog. He's a cool cat. I wish him the best. I hope he finds an NFL home. That's a tough position to find an NFL home at. There's just not many teams that use a fullback. But if and when the time comes for his football career to end, you know, maybe he can uh, have a show here on the ref, TJ. He's he's a he's built to for a it. nice flying start in his career. Now he's his completely comfortable career. for it. He's built for it. Um, you know, hopefully he plays in the league for a long time, makes himself a lot of money. But he's he's definitely got a spot somewhere. Um, he's very comfortable in that role. So yeah. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Did I miss something, or is Toby breaking news on Mayfield to Carolina? You were no. with him this weekend. We were together. He did not tell me where he's going to go. Um, no, that's just a lot of the speculation out there is that Carolina is either going to draft a quarterback or get Baker. And uh, help me out, coach's name, Matt Rule. Rule needs to win now. Mm-hmm. And rather than drafting a quarterback and developing him, maybe they they get Baker uh, as a part of a trade involving draft picks and bring him in. So it seems like Seattle and Carolina are the two places right now that are being rumored the most for uh, Baker. Here's some Reunion Arena history for you. OU played La Tech in Reunion in the region, regional semis. Yeah. Tisdale Carl versus Malone. Carl Malone. That's right. Uh, John, greatest contribution ever. Any movie ending with Wilson Phillips' song is awful. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin Cowherd, review of the T-Row in the morning show. Uh, nice show with a couple of on-air talent. A little better than your typical wacky FM DJ guy. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's false. We're not better than wacky FM DJ guy. Uh, several of us letting us know, too. That was Tattoo, so thank you. And... Uh, I'll try to remember that sublime song uh, for tomorrow for OTD. Thank you. How are you feeling about tonight, TJ? Will the Mavericks finish off the Jazz tonight? 
I hope so, but I feel this is the seven-game series. So these were two evenly matched teams going into this thing. Uh, it evened it up even more once Luka missed a couple of games. Um, but Mitchell may be out, right? Have we heard any word on... Um, no. If he's out, oh, I would yeah. say the Mavs finished them off. But this has always felt like a seven-game series to me. They were very evenly matched, going back and forth in that seating all year long. Two good teams probably will play out to a seven-game series. Have you got your football season tickets renewed yet, TJ? Um, Tomorrow's the deadline. Is it? Yeah. I will say yes, I have. Tomorrow is the football ticket season renewal deadline for the Sooner Club, folks. If you haven't done it yet, you are running out of time. You can go to Soonersports.com slash Renew22 for more information on how to renew. Uh, Brent Venables got you fired up. Make sure you renew your season tickets. Tomorrow is the deadline, and TJ is already all over it like that. All right, 832. We're going to talk to John again here at Brown O'Haver when we come back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back. We're at Brown O'Haver today. John is with us, and uh, John, we're going to take a phone call. We rarely take a phone call with you, but the Sonic Sooner is on hold. Oh, yes, absolutely. I think he wants to talk about you, so let's get him in here. Legendary Ref radio caller, Sonic Sooner. Good morning, Sonic. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, yeah, I did. I wanted to – I am a client of Brown O'Haver, and, and I wanted to just kind of talk about – because it's kind of a two-year anniversary for me. May 1st of 2020, now hold that date because notice that that is right in the middle of the start of the pandemic. May 1st of 2020, I leave for work at exactly 7 a.m. like I always do. Um and I live in Oklahoma City and, and work in Norman, um, and nothing is out of the ordinary when I leave for work. By the time I get to work at about 8.10, my wife is calling me in tears saying that they had gotten out, but the house is on fire. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, well, by the time I got back home, my house was a war zone. There's like six fire trucks and police cars and the TV news is there. And, and I just, it was bizarre. It was surreal. I couldn't believe it. Um, it was the worst day of my life, and it happened so fast. The whole thing, the fire was out in about 45 minutes, right? By the time I got there, the flames were out. The flames were in a very small part of the house in the kitchen and the garage, and this is how naive I was. I was like, man, it's going to take us a week to get this thing cleaned up. The Brown O'Haver people got there that afternoon, and I knew about Brown O'Haver from listening on the ref. Um, and, yes, I have fire insurance. I have insurance with farmers, and I am that guy that never really read my insurance policy. <laughs> so um, I did not know. I knew how much coverage I had. But I did not know that I had separate coverage for contents, and I had separate coverage for ex extra living expenses. And Brown O'Haver talked me through all of that stuff. I that afternoon, Brown O'Haver had people crawling around up in my attic. I have never crawled around up in my attic. Uh, 
<laughs> and they were telling me that this damage is a lot worse than you think because the smoke and the heat, you know, just is much more widespread than the flames. And, and it, I really didn't understand until the roof came off the house how bad it was, but they were telling me, no, this is major. Um, and they were there throughout the process. I, you know, they inventoried all of my stuff. We have dishes from a 30-year marriage that we've never used that they put on this inventory. <laughs> and, and I mean... China. And again, yeah. Oh, yeah. All of that stuff. The spices. I mean, all of the stuff in the kitchen they put on this inventory. And, and again... My insurance company farmers never really disputed anything that they were saying. It was just that I would never have asked for that because yeah. I didn't know yeah. what to ask for. And and I you mean, hired I got, a professional, and they did it right. Absolutely, Sonic. And, and, Sonic, th- thank you so much for calling in today. This is people in the office are hearing this. Alice is texting to me right now, saying how much she appreciates you. Uh, uh, calling in. Uh, this is this is brightening our day because we're so happy that you have a positive memory of us, and we're happy that you can look back on this event in your life and at least have some kind of uh, fond memory of it. And uh, man, it's, it's you're one of our favorite clients of all time, and we just so much appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling in, and this is awesome. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. See you, Sonic. Bob, uh, Bob from Cement has also texted saying he also endorses Brown O'Haver. Not one, of, not Alex, one of our favorite clients. According <laughs> to him, Alice kidding, likes BFC. him more than Sonic Sooner. <laughs> I'm just kidding, BFC. I'm just kidding. You're one of our favorites. Uh, all right, very good. So, final segment with you here, John. Are you got anything going on at the community? Right yes, now? absolutely. We we actually do. Uh, and one, Alice is in charge of. Uh, the Lamond International Food Festival fundraising. So she is wants this related to former Tour de France winner Greg Lamond. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's it's his cousin's school. And um, so no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, Friday, May sixth, from three thirty to seven thirty, is an international food event. We've got vendors from all over the city, all over this. the metro. Uh, we'll be serving food. It's twenty for the family or five dollars for individuals. So for twenty bucks, you can take your whole family out to eat. Jeez. It's a great deal. They'll have food trucks, the whole thing. There's a silent auction with some great, great op- uh, options to be able to bid on. It's uh, it's really it's really going to be a really big deal, and it's right near the ref. The ref's one of the sponsors, um, and so. But yeah, if so, if people can make it out on Friday, May sixth. Uh, in Norman, northeast corner, or yes, northwest corner of 12th and uh, Main Street. Uh, bring your family out, have some great food, bid on some items, raise some money for a school. It's going to be an outstanding uh, event. I love what Sonic said about um, taking the stress out of an already stressful situation because well, one, I, and probably a whole lot of people, have no idea what to do when something like that happens, and you guys do. And two, we're busy. I'll, I'll tell we you. got lives to live, and if we can just dump it in your lap and say, "Hey, you guys handle this for me," that sounds glorious. There's so much to unpack from Sooners or from Sonic Sooners call. There, there's that piece of it. The the I didn't know what my my coverages were. I didn't know the extent of the damage. I you know we had people asking the insurance company for things I would have never thought to ask for. Um, all of those things, I, I couldn't be happier to hear him call in and, and give that testimonial because. There's so much there that that really is what we strive to do every day with all of our clients. 
And, and one of the other keys was the insurance company really didn't fight him. They didn't fight us on it. It was us just following the process, following the uh, following the policy, yeah. and getting them paid. They were which, happy that somebody knew what they were doing. Which probably, is harder than you. It should be probably, but that's why we have a job, and that's why we've been in business since 2006. And if I'm so bold, that's why a, a, a an awesome client like uh, Sonic Sooner is calling in today to say that's that's what we do. It, I'm kind of taken aback by it. Alice is fired up on the text messages that uh, we got to hear from Sonic today, and it's pretty awesome. What we did not hear from Sonic was the cause of the fire. And uh, after much investigation, what they found out was... It's TJ's fault. It was TJ's fault. (laughs) And... Yeah. I know Sonic didn't want to publicly come on the air and say... It's TJ's fault. But... I just thought people would like to know that. So, Fair All right, enough. how can people contact you? 405-735-5510 or check us out on Facebook. Those are the two best ways to find us and uh, see what you need. But, again, if you have anybody that's had a loss or know anybody or if you've had a loss, call us. Brown O'Haver, folks. Yep, 405-735-5510. Thanks by, for being here, Toby. But By the way, what do you think about this? I'm going to tell you right now. It's not Texas beats Alabama. You're a way that over That was T.J. Perry. Hang on, let me, let me, let me see if I can get that better modulated. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. What do you think about that? That's our own T.J. Perry two days ago predicting Texas will beat Alabama this year in college football. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's it's been really windy. Maybe his allergies are acting up, infecting them, giving them some brain <laughs> Obviously, fog. he didn't That's hear the, the segment. John, he forced me into a, pr- a prediction on a game. I didn't force you. What do you mean a, I forced on you? On April 20, what was that, 5th, and I said, no, sure, no, no, I'll no. throw this out there. I'm going to have the right to change it before September. Come on. I don't think you can change that. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not Texas beats Alabama. I pick you can change. No, you're stuck I don't think them. you can it's change a, that. Some fancy editing I there. Think Thanks. Th- I think that's a sword you're going to have to just live fine. or die on. That's right fine. There. I'll live with it. I'll live with it. It's my fault. I mean, it's my fault. Look, I said it. In the entirely unlikely event that Texas does win, you're going to be a genius. Yeah. No. That's right. Tyler, do you think Texas is beating Alabama? He doesn't think they stay within two touchdowns. Do you think Texas is beating Alabama? I think it's going to be 42-7, and it might be an own touchdown by Alabama. They don't even have those in football, but it's going to be like touchdown. A, yeah, you I don't know, think like Texas an own is goal. beating Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian doesn't think Texas is beating Alabama. He has zero recruits coming to that game. If, T- if <laughs> Texas beats Alabama, TJ will be the he's, smartest guy. He's got America. Alabama coming to play, and I guarantee you he has zero recruits coming to that game because he doesn't want to have to deal with the loss that they're going to suffer out of the hands of Alabama. It's unbelievable. That game's in Austin, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like week one, two, three, one, two, two. two? Wow. All right. Well, we shall but see. If TJ's right, it could be the pick of the century. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not Texas beats Alabama. No editing there. I don't know what editing you're talking about. You're straight <laughs> off the show. Because of what you forced me into saying. Well, what did I force you into saying? I didn't force you You've into been very anything. mean this week. As the texter said, you've been a bully. It's TJ's fault. I don't even know <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to start the whole crowd in a TJ's fault chant tonight. Do you know how many times that showed up on my timeline on Twitter yesterday? Uh, even the the play with the twins uh, yesterday. That, that this was TJ's fault. <laughs> 
That was a glorious play, by the that way. Was. I loved your tweet. You're like, I see this all the time in uh, 11-year-old baseball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was fantastic. All right, Chris Plank joins us, the latest on the NFL draft next. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. True story. Downloaded this song, listened to it on the bad boy yesterday, TJ, while I was mowing. That made you feel even tougher. Several times. Several times. Yeah. Chris Plank joins us now. The crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. I'm winding it down from Brown O'Haver. Chris is just now gearing it up. It is a right. big day. Chris, uh, unencumbered now, can watch the NFL draft tonight. I'm sorry there's no softball game tonight, but, I mean, come on. There's a glorious side effect there. This, um, this has actually happened twice where we had a game and the draft was that night and it got rained out. This is the second time that it's happened, and both times have been when we're on the road. Um, it happened when we were up at Iowa State. And I want to say like three, four years, the year before the quarantine, and then it's happened this year. So, you know, I'm not saying I was doing like a Kansas City rain dance or anything, T-Row, but, there, you know, there might have been something to try to get a little mojo that way with a little wind. Also, you know, hey, Kansas City could get ugly, maybe put a little fear in them. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to be leaving today and then get there in plenty of time tonight to – Cover what I think is going to be a wild and unpredictable evening in the NFL draft. Do you think we're going to have a lot of trades tonight? Okay, can I give a potentially answer? I know that's hedging the fence because, yes, if you see an, an initial big move, like, for instance, if Kansas City, who I think is going to be active tonight, if Kansas mm-hmm. City jumps up the board, I think you're going to start seeing teams that really want a receiver or a, you know, maybe it's an offensive lineman at that point uh, with the run on some of the guards that could go later in the first round, then I think you'll see a lot of move because I think teams will start to move up. Toby, I heard you guys talking about Carolina whenever I was taking the girls to school. And, and by the way, kudos to Gwen because when she gets out of the car, like right before she gets out to row, she reaches up and makes sure that the station is back on your show. She knows nice. that's how much it means to me, right? Isn't that cool? <laughs> but um, so you guys were talking about Carolina. TJ does the so same I, thing every night when he goes to bed. Uh, he has to turn the channel to seven oh five for Katie. So it's very similar. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think the Carolina thing is the most fascinating place in this draft right now. Um, do they go quarterback at six? In other, to David Tepper, does it make him feel better about Matt Rule if they get a Baker or a Jimmy G? And they go nine and eight or ten and seven, or might there be a chance that they want to keep him around if they get that rookie quarterback and suddenly he's showing this upward momentum and this mm-hmm. team kind of builds some energy around a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis? I think it's going to be real fascinating to see which direction that decision goes tonight because that's where this whole where there's what I mean that's six. We have no idea what's going to happen one through five, but at least the kind of wild card feeling is what Carolina might do at six. Yeah, that's kind of, that's the interesting thing tonight for me is, you know, a lot of times we'll go into a draft saying, all right, we know one through seven, yeah. and the draft really starts at eight or something right. like that. Tonight, like, the draft starts at one. Like, nobody nobody knows, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'm sitting – that's the point, man. I'm sitting here telling you I think the whole draft could turn at 
six, but I have no idea what's going to happen one through five. I mean, you've got a three horse race, uh, horse race in one. You have wow. um, to me. Watch out now. I think. Jeez. I'm sorry. Two, I through think, the roof. I think Jordan Davis. I mean, um, excuse me, Jordan Davis. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is going to go number two if he's there. I really do. I think there's wow. a chance he can still go one tonight. So, anyway, there's a lot going on, T-Row. It's going to be a fascinating hey. evening and so much unknown. Hey, is there any speculation at all of the Colts trying to trade up and get into the first round? Yeah, there was. Because um, I, I think they – are you guys – because you got Quiddy Pay last year, right? Right, yes. And – so is it more playmaker? Because I thought someone had mentioned that they were they might be moving up to get a wide receiver in the draft. I think that's what they feel like they need is. One. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they've got the best running back in the league. They've got a right. really good offensive line. Uh, they brought in Matt Ryan. They they love their defense, uh, 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 but the feeling is maybe they need another playmaker at wide receiver. Because uh, T.Y. just can't stay healthy. T.Y.'s dynamic, but he's only he only plays about one out of every three games. So I think they're very interested in a wide receiver, but maybe they don't feel like they have to trade up to go get one. I'll tell you what, I watched that. I don't know if it was from this past year or a couple of years ago. Someone retweeted it yesterday, the War Room stuff, with Jim Irsay in there with Chris Ballard, and uh, yeah. they were talking about uh, Jonathan Taylor, and he's like, why are we waiting? Let's go get him. And literally, they went up and got Taylor. I wonder if they have that mindset about if a Drake London falls, or if you look up there and a Chris Olave is suddenly there in the 20s. You know, might you say, hey, let's get up. We'll give up a future one. Let's go get this guy. I think that's a, I think that's a possibility. Toby, I think you could see it with um, the, uh, the Detroit pick. I think you could see a team that has a few, you know, holes in its roster receiver try to jump up and get, get back in that first round. Colts are definitely in that mix. Chris, have a great show and safe travels up to Kansas. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Have a great weekend. Thanks to Brown O'Haver for hosting us today. Call 405-735-5510 if you think they can help you. Thanks to Jeremiah Hall for joining us on the show today. I will be in Tulsa tonight. T-Town, we're headed your way for the first stop of the Sooner Caravan. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Thursday, everybody.